Podcast Network Asia. All right, welcome back to Anything Goes with The Bonnies. And sweetheart, we are somewhere totally new today. <laughs> it's um a very different kind of podcast because we are like podcasting out in the wild. <laughs> the wild. Ni naman wild actually. Swimming pool lang naman. So if in case you hear like traffic sounds in the You might hear water. You might hear traffic. You might hear birds. Oh, hindi namin ano yun, hindi namin sound effects yun. Yun lang talaga yung environment namin ngayon. <laughs> ambiance namin, oh. But I, I don't know, it doesn't seem like it's picking it up in the mics. I hope so. I mean like I hope not that it's not picking up the the sounds in the background. Either way, I think it's very relaxing to have like the water sounds like just around us. I know, and, and seeing green. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to cook. I mean though. visually, it's amazing. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Auditorily, hindi ko lang alam kung I, ano I need your help later. Masasunburn yung ulo ko nito. Okay, so you're gonna get my hat. Or your sweater. Oh, okay. Alright. Anyway, let's go. We have an exciting episode today. I am so excited about this. It was your idea. And I was first skeptical. And then I checked it out. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is so cool. It is actually because of skeptics like you that... um. It's that kind of like inspires me to think of things like this. <laughs> you know, part of my personality because is ano ako, alaskador ako. Contrarian. Pero, you ano, are a contrarian. De alaskador ako pero pa ilalim. <laughs> I'm not gonna make you Alaska to your face, but I'll do things that will annoy you <laughs> in a very subtle way. Anyway, yeah. okay, let's so go. Let's begin with our very first segment. Which is, what are we into? Topic of the day. I'm into the book, The Choice. Okay. Which you've seen me post about on my Instagram. And it talks about how people do ministry. And it's, a, it's an important distinction because it's not for leadership in every sphere. Like mm-hmm. for a nonprofit, for a government, for a business. Not necessarily. It's specifically for church uh, leadership, for ministry leadership. And that's the point they make. Na, why are we copying models or ways of measuring success from different parts of the world when uh, those things are vali- valid and valuable, but that's not the way God shows us to do ministry. So I love it. Just check out my Instagram stories. for the, Well, it's probably not there anymore. I'll probably post it in the post itself. But it the basic premise is that there are two paths we can take. The common path, which is driven by production and increase of resources as much as possible, no matter what the cost, versus the kingdom path, which is driven more by faithfulness and dependence on God. And the question is not, did we get bigger? Did we get richer? Did we get more influential? But were we faithful to what God called us to do and with what God called us to do? I just love that. I mean, like, I know the world standard is to like grow, grow, measure, grow. and measure by numbers. Yeah. Whether that's big or small. But you know, if you read the Bible, kasi, yun na nga yung pinaka, ano ba, parang 
binabasag ni God yeah. sa tao na yeah. I don't work the way you guys do. Yeah. Like I don't measure by numbers. So it's not by how many people I'm going to take this down. Yeah. It's really because of how big I am. Yeah. So it, you know, I mean like I, I feel like it's that's more biblical than me counting how many people have gone to church and yeah. you know how how many people got saved today versus last year. And, and then the point the book makes, Kase, is not to say that you can't grow bigger, you can't grow in wealth or yes, influence. Yes, but the, if that's what God is calling you to do, then yeah. go ahead and do it. But if it's, if that's not what He's called you to do, because I mean, like some things talaga just can't thrive in big numbers. Yeah. Like, I don't think I can thrive as a person, like as an introvert. I don't think I'll do very well in like large groups. Yeah, and, and, and what do, you know, there's lots of faithful people who don't have big numbers. I mean, yes. what do we mean by big numbers? But look at the churches in the New Testament. How big were they? Yes. Some were bigger than others. And and that's the point that the book is making, that the better measure is faithfulness. Like, what did God tell you to do? And it's a tricky road. It's a very tricky road because we can deceive ourselves. Yeah. And I, I feel like, Konarimo, a perfect example there would be like Bible Project. If you think about church stuff, right? Like, they fall out of, like, how do you even measure that? Well, they're a ministry, yeah. No, 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 but they're not like, um, they're not gonna be like a mega church, like Hillsong and stuff. Well, yeah, right? you, you can't measure their, um, you can't measure their uh, attendance or something like yes, that. Yes, that's uh -huh. what I'm saying. Na parang if we start measuring everything that way and not seeing the growth in, like, say, in different ways, like depth, like, how did a person grow? in his or her faith on an individual basis. Yeah. I mean, those are measures that we kind of like overlook also. Yeah. Oh, this is, you're doing kingdom work. You're yeah. doing God's work. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, that's the book, The Choice. Um, we love it. Uh, super short book. Um, yeah. I, I find it very refreshing, uh, paradigm challenging. Yeah. Okay. What about cool. you? Um, okay, how do I say this? Uh, what am I into? Um, I just thought about this this morning because, you know, I woke up early. And it's just another I... like, thing like justice, like you're into something <laughs> abstract. No, no, man. Uh, not really abstract, <laughs> but we got to think of things like it's a category. Okay. So it's like I, I woke up early. I got to do a lot of work. And then after that, I wanted to like entertain myself, like a little bit of break from like all the thinking uh -huh, and, uh -huh. you know, the work stuff. And uh, I didn't really feel like watching stuff. So instead, I went to my Kindle and looked for a book. Yes. And I remembered that I had like um, whole brain and on writing well open. As of the moment, I've been rereading them. So I've read them before. Oh, nice. I'm reading them again. And I realized, so I, I, I was on on writing well and realized that there are books wherein you can just leave them open, any page, jump into it, and be nourished by it. Yeah. And there are books wherein na hindi mo talaga pwedeng gawin yon. Na parang you'll just barge in and get what have you as of the moment. And, you know, come away with, you know, such satisfaction. Hindi pwede yung ganun sa ibang books, diba? Yep, yep. But then there are books that are like that. I mean, I, I guess so, higher are the any, chances for those, that, for those that you are rereading. Anytime, anywhere, jump into it and it's a great journey book. Oh, so, para siyang, para siyang series in that way or like 
Is that another podcast episode? I would love to go back to the books Discuss, that. Uh-oh. But you don't reread books. Uh, We've talked about this. You don't reread books. I don't books. reread them in like like whole parts. I mean, okay. I read like whole books, but I I can reread some parts. Yeah. But I'm not like a rereader of like let's say I've read this. Wala lang kasi akong oras. I would love to. But you would love to. Okay. Oh. Oh, game. I think that's a podcast episode. Um, of things that you'd like to A lot of our it. listeners are readers. And so they love the books episodes. Yeah. And I would love to hear their answers as well. Like what are the books that they would love to reread? And I think yun namang mga ano. Parang you can jump into any kind of book. Any, I mean like the kind of book where you can jump in the book anytime, anywhere. Without any regard of what did I read yesterday, the last time, what have you. Fiction, non-fiction, humor, reference, cookbook. Yeah, this one is like that on yep. writing well. And this is also partly why I realized I liked anthologies. Yeah. Because they're just so easy to jump into. Yeah, yeah. Like, they come in parts. They don't read like novels na may sinusundan ka. Ang hirap yep. kasi ng novels na pag natigil ka... Parang, okay, ano na nga ulit yung last ko na binasa? Parang ganyan. Yeah. Unless gagawin mo siya ng tuloy-tuloy. Yeah. But you know, anthologies are like, after one part, boom, done. And if you missed a part, I mean like, if you didn't finish one part, and you wanna go back to it again, it's not as far as, re- as a read, yeah. when, as if, as when you are reading something as long as a novel. But there are novels that you know so well, uh, that you can just jump ah, into yeah, it yes. like a movie, you oh, know. That's like, another, uh, ano, and that's another, parang ano dimension ba? of it, another flavor, or another, um, parang it qualifies, I guess. Why you reread as, it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, something that you, uh, a book that you could just get into any time of the day. Yeah. Speaking of which, that connects to our main topic of the day. Pano? Topic of the day. One of my favorite novels to keep going back to, The Count of Monte Cristo. Mm-hmm. The Count of Monte Cristo sets the bar. Ah, yeah. And okay. until now, it is unparalleled. Yes. Uh, unparalleled in its depiction of revenge. Mm-hmm. If you've only seen the movies, I am so sorry for you. Uh, if you please read the book. I know it's a slog. And if you want to find like a short version, like an abridged version, that might work, but the this, the the revenge. Siguro if I can liken it to cooking, the movies are like instant ramen, and the revenge, the revenge, the revenge in the movies are like instant ramen, and the revenge in the books is like a twelve-hour. You know, uh, you let the broth develop and mature. So imagine the layering of that flavor, the complexity of that flavor, and the satisfaction of that flavor. That's the book of the Count of Monte Cristo. Yes, which kind of like reminds me of Jose Rizal also. Okay. Who was deeply inspired by, by the, the Count, Count of, of yeah. Monte Cristo. I mean, Simon, and diba? Now, Simon is uh, and now the Count. we've got what? El Fili and Noli, which were actually revenge materials also. And yeah. It's not even like, not just revenge, but revolutionary in that it incites yeah, yeah. revolution and action from, you know, concerned people. So, our topic today, sweetheart, <laughs> I don't know what the word is. Revenge art is what I'm thinking. Revenge art or revenge content. Revenge content. And it's, this is inspired by the latest slew of revenge songs. You've got uh, Shakira with that 
what is that song? B something. It's a number, 53, 56, or something like that. And then you've got Miley Cyrus's flowers. You know, she can buy herself flowers. Mm-hmm. And then um, it's not, I don't know if it's released, as a, but it's on YouTube and it's on TikTok and Instagram. Moira de la Torres, M. Ikaw at Sila. Well, that's on Spotify. And then uh, I don't know what the song is. Yung Red Flags. There you go. Red Flags by Moira de la Torre again. So it's yeah. like it's like a whole concert about it, I think. Okay. At, at least three songs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're talking about revenge content, revenge art. And um, I don't know, do we get the customary Christian ano? Uh, out of the way? <laughs> what do you mean? Huh? Well, oh, I mean, like the morality what the of thing it. Is yeah. Of Christians. Um, hmm. Teka, pause muna, pause. All right, so I, I think I know a better way to say it na, Lavi. We can evaluate it as what we can seem to see from the content creator side. For us as consumers, what does it say about us as consumers who like to, to like this kind of stuff? Why does it work so well? And then thirdly, um, obviously the, the Christian part, or the, the what does our faith and our relationship with God have to do with revenge. Yes. And I want to get that part out of the way first. But I'd rather do a deep dive on the content itself. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. So revenge is not a Christian idea. Okay. God is the avenger. There's that f- right. famous verse where uh-huh. he's the one who takes vengeance for things. And so I think the promise with vengeance because is that I will feel better when I do this. And there's actually a really helpful article. We can link it in the show notes that talks about revenge content and re- revenge, uh, you know, they call it revenge porn, right? And why it's so appealing and why it's ultimately not the most helpful thing. And that's because, and they, t- they tell you why it's appealing. We'll get to that in a bit. It's almost like we're going from deep to, sh- not the man shallow, but a different level later. But, so it says, what ultimately why it doesn't work is the promise of revenge is I feel so bad. I, I feel bad. And if I take revenge, I'll feel better. The problem is it doesn't last long. And the, and, and people say that but the best kind of revenge is just to live your best life, to find health and, 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 and meaning for yourself. And, you know, we can find that in God. And in doing that, that's the best way to feel better about what people have done to you. Yeah, I think revenge, if you take it to the Christian route, around, uh, on the Christian route, I think it's really about being able to take back what is really supposedly yours. Yeah. Because, you know, you lost something yes. over someone or something like, you know, I mean, like, some, it cost you. Yeah. And now you want to take it back. You want to yeah. get back whatever you've lost over that process or over that person. And I think why God doesn't want that for us is because he wants to be the one. Yeah. To do that. And, you know, I mean... And he's the only one who can. He's yeah. the only one who can. Yeah. That's the other thing. Because, I mean, no matter how much you try, I don't think you can take back, like, let's say, a heartbreak. Yeah. How can you even take that back? Could you take back time? Yeah. Could you take back words? Could you take back all those memories that were deposited yeah. Could you unkill John Wick's dog? <laughs> oh, yes. Exactly. No, you can't. Dog's exactly. dead. So, yon. So, parang, I think it's really about that. Eh. Kaya, kaya ka may, kaya may vengefulness in your heart. And all of us have it, ah. Yeah. I mean, I, I still do think of, like, ways that I could get back at, you know, other people for what they've done to me and what I wish would happen to them because of, you know, what they've done to me. 
Um, and I, I think that's the, the really the broken part in all of us is that it's that is pretty normal. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like when I say it's a broken part, it's really, you know, ideally you don't have it. Mm-hmm. But the reality is you have it. Yeah. And this is exactly why we need things to help us to get through it. Yeah. I was just talking to a guy recently. I cannot describe the issue, but terrible. Someone did something horrible to his family. Mm-hmm. And the guy is at the point of rage where basta makaganti lang ako. Yes. Kahit mabilanggo ako, okay lang. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's, the temp- that's the tantalizing temptation of revenge for him where this will all be better even if I end up in jail even if I end up dead as long as I can hurt them back yes and uh, and this is where I think Christians can short circuit this too much and I know I do this to you because like no don't, don't take revenge don't take revenge no David in the Bible when people did him evil binuhus niya yung desire niya for revenge into Content <laughs> into art. Producing all. Akala nyo ba yung content creation ngayon lang yan? <laughs> into Psalms, di ba? And he said, Lord, let them fall. Let them this. And I believe that the, uh, whether or not God did exactly what he wanted, whether or not God ruined, because he even described like their families would be ruined. Whether or not God did it that way, I believe it's fruitful to instead of like fantasize and act on our revenge, to cast that desire for revenge to God. In full detail, if you want, you know? And that's what I said to this guy over and over again. I said to him, you know what? No one gets away with it. And that became like almost like a mini mantra in their conversation. He kept, he'd get mad. No one gets away with it. No one gets away with it. And I said, yeah, but you keep following that train of thought. We don't get away with it. We need grace. And if they, and he said, okay, yeah, but at least no one gets away with it. And that's how God works, you know? Um, and that I thought of this book now while preparing for this podcast, The Great Divorce, one of our favorite books. It talks about how grace works, how God makes all things new. But at the same time, you have to lay your life down. You have to walk away from it. So even the people who uh-uh. even the people who hurt you, if they walk into grace, will have to lay down and repent of and receive forgiveness for and admit the horribleness of what they did. Hello, people of the earth. This is Red, host of Bago Matulog with Red Olguero, wherein I don't use this voice. It's actually a late night show podcast. My guests are people who are very passionate about what they do, and we talk about that. So check it out on Spotify or wherever you hear your podcasts. Just search Bago Matulog with Red Olguero. I think that's a tension of revenge kasi talaga na tama yung emotion. Yeah. Mali naman talaga. Tama eh. naman oh, naman. Oh. Hindi naman talaga yung ginawa sa'yo. No, dapat oh. magalit ka. And it deserves justice. Yeah. Lalo na kung lakit talagang yung valid, hindi lang yung parang petty na nasaktan ka lang kasi naimo ka lang. Pero yung talagang ang lalaki ng kasalanan, it really deserves, you know, like a uh, punishment. Magan, dapat makita mo yung counterpart na kung may good and evil nga talaga, Dapat nakikita mo na yep, yung ginawang yep, mali sa'yo yep. deserves punishment. Yep. However, yun nga yung nagre-require ng, nagre-require nga si God ng trust yep. from us na this will not go unpunished. Yep. This is not unseen yep. by me. And that there goes attention na parang, okay, but if it takes this long and you're do- not doing it the way I want you to do it, parang where does that 
take me and, and I think and that's how where do I the, place myself? I think that's where the faith comes in where, because it's about the promise of revenge and satisfaction. This is the most satisfying route. Just like every other temptation, the promise of sexual immorality is satisfaction. The promise of greed is satisfaction. To trust God, to walk in faith, to walk in purity, to walk in selflessness is the most satisfying route. Same thing with revenge. Mm-hmm. So that's the Christian perspective. Yes. Let's talk about the content. Okay, the content. <laughs> so revenge as content, sweetheart. As, it's everywhere. All right, so we mentioned... For some reason, parang nagkasabay-sabay lang in this season. Yeah. Kaya rin kami may podcast about it. Because it's been fascinating to us to like see this happen over like a span of a few weeks, right? Yeah, a few months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a couple okay, of months. Lumalabas na, okay, this is, this is a nice song. But this is about ganto pala. <laughs> parang okay, everyone's just writing about I think it started when we were with, hanging out with some just... friends. We were hanging out with some friends. And I think I said, Shakira, okay. Miley, bit better. You know, and then Moira, wow. Parang ibang level si Moira. Yeah, well, that started. It started there for you. For me, yeah. I've started as, like, you know, as far back as um the 10 minutes version. No, but I'm talking about recently. Like why we got to, because of those ah, three. These, yes, these three yes, yes. musical events happened in quick succession. Actually, we one more disclaimer besides the, the Christian part. We need to be sensitive because we know Moira and we know the subject of the songs that she's talking about. And um, Yeah, okay. This is not meant this is not a, an episode to talk about who's right and who's wrong. Or the personal lives of those people. Yeah, we're not even making Jesus We're talking about, about the more, content yes. they put out, yeah. It's really... And both have. You know, the genius of, like, putting content out there that is relatable to many. I think that's the thing kasi for yeah. me, eh, na this kind of content, while it may be seen as revenge by some, is also for me so universal. Yeah. And I think that's the reason behind it. Number one reason. There are many reasons, but the number re- number one reason for it, for the success of their their, you know, content is the just the relatability. Well, I mean like the, the emotions that they explore in these kinds of songs and yeah. content. It's like experienced by many. And that, that's kind of what I do on my and, own stories as and, well. And for me personally, love, yes, you do do that. And I think that's where art comes in. But art is something that's deeply personal while it resonates with someone else. Now, those courses are the absurdists will say that anything can be art. It's like a toilet bowl on a, on a canvas and it's art, whatever. But really, what makes art classic and universal and memorable is that you can tell that the person is being authentic. Yeah. But at the same time, it resonates with you. You know, I was just telling this to your dad. It's deeply human. Him. I was talking to him um, yesterday. I could hear you. I didn't want to interrupt me because you're getting somewhere. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Telling him that, you know, every all the content creators right now can be producing the exact same content. Like, yeah. okay, do something for this brand. Yeah. It should be a cooking video. Yeah. But what sets each each and every content apart is the personality behind yeah. it. It's like the specificity of the the specifics of a content, but the universality of the emotion. And, and, and it, it makes it potentially limitless because how many different kinds of people are there, Deva? I mean, people are unique. Human beings are different. They have different experiences, different thoughts, yes. different designs from God. So, and sometimes, yung totoo lang ha, doon na tayo pumapasok sa gaano ba kagaling yung pag-storytell yeah. nung tao. Kasi you may be talking about a universal thing, but the way you told it 
Yeah. Was like just so excellent. That's how output. I've ranked our content and today, so lovey. High in its craftsmanship. That's how I've ranked it. Storytelling and also universality. But let, let's go a little bit of history lang. So we've mentioned John Wick and his dog. Taken, but naturally yes. revenge. Actually, Taken, not so much revenge because he had to get her back. He had to get his daughter back. So there was something to rescue. That's not exactly revenge. Road to Perdition is totally revenge. If you'll remember, one of the few movies where Tom Hanks is a bad guy. Great movie. I love that movie, Road to Perdition. But the dad is like, well, kind of revenge though because he kind of has to kill to make sure his remaining son doesn't get killed. Yes. But yeah, obviously Count of Monte Cristo is the classic. Before we get to our, our musical talents, Lavi, I want to share five. Five. Revenge arts. Revenge arts throughout history. Oh, sige, Number one, Michelangelo. Okay, ano dun, ang the Ninja Turtle. Ka lang. The painter of the Sistine Chapel, he had a guy who was like a bishop or something, or a judge, criticizing the nudity of the Sistine Chapel. Uh-huh. And so he painted him into a wall or behind a chapel. He painted that guy's face into it. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, he's completely naked. He's got horns. He looks like a demon. Mm-hmm. And there's a snake biting him in the crotch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, what? what? How messed up is that? <laughs> and then so the judge petitioned to the Pope and said to the Pope, Hey, you, you gotta... Why you gotta tell him? Like, I know he's your boy, but you gotta not in those words. But you gotta tell him off. And the Pope said, "He painted you in hell. If you if you were only in purgatory, I would have the power to repaint you somewhere else. <laughs> but because he painted I you in hell, it. I can't take you." Pinatulad. Saka yung ano? Dito kasi sa world namin ano? Dito talaga kita mas save pagjan ka na. Oh. Love it. Okay. This one, an- another ano one. Artemisia Gentilici. She was a painter. And, and amazing for that time, the, by the Renaissance, that this world was dominated by men. Mm. And so she, a, a woman painter who does well, and her works are actually mm-hmm. renowned. She was raped. Okay. And her rapist got two years. Okay. And so her revenge was she painted her rapist. Okay. And she painted the scene from the, the Apocrypha, from the Maccabees, where Judith, Mm. beheads a drunk I think Greek or Persian general I think Greek and she's Judith mm. her her mom is one of the assistants and the general she's beheading is her rapist oh so you, you it goes back number to you number 10 for te- intertextuality yeah and it goes back to what you said about um, get something back yeah. where the law courts failed her and I don't even know. Yeah, that's why you know. I, mean, I don't like, even know if that's unbiblical, uh, that kind of revenge, because it's art. It's not like she beheaded the guy. It's not like she committed violence. Mo, she actually, just told her story. You know, one day when we all get to face God, I think we'll be very, very surprised by how He would rank things, yeah. and, like measure things, because some of these things, like let's say, no, parang if you were just exercising your agency for your own soul care, yeah, na. I just need to know that, you know, God has given me that dignity, uh, uh, that so, ability, and that no one can take that away from me. And if that art is able to help that person express that and take that back for yeah, herself, yeah. Not, not so, you know, you could hurt another person, but that, you know, 
primarily so for yourself that you could just reestablish what was, you know, somebody else tried to destroy in you. I mean, like, would God look at that as, hindi, ano lang, ano lagay na lang kita sa ilalim ng revenge content. Yeah, I don't think that's and, the same you know, as like the Count of Monte Cristo buying, you know, the horses that his, his rival, alam mo yun, yung, this scheming there, this premeditation. Right. He really wants to inflict harm and, and he did terrible harm. So, yeah, so that's uh, Artemisia Gentile. She, Gwendolyn Brooks, you're gonna love this. She is a, a she's, I think she's she's black. Mm. She's a poet. Mm. And she wrote about women who go and do charity, but only because they feel like it. And only because it's, 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 um, Ooh, yeah. Political. And so she wrote about the lovers of the, the poor. lovers of the poor. That's what she calls it. To arrive. It's, it starts with arrive. Their guild is giving money to the poor, the worthy poor, the very, very worthy. Perhaps, and beautiful poor. Perhaps just not too swarthy. Perhaps not just too dirty, not too dim, nor passionate. In truth, what they wish is something less than derelict or dull. Not staunch enough to stab, though gaze for gaze. God shield them sharply from the beggar bold, the noxious needy ones whose battles bald, nonetheless for being voiceless, hits one down. So it's this long poem about fake charity, about virtue signaling, about doing good works to assuage my own sinful lifestyle and then continue in it again. Is that revenge? I think it's a statement of fact, you know? It's, it's so... I just saw it in the article talking about you revenge you artwork. To, ano eh, you have to ask also our commentaries revenge content. Yeah. Diba? Parang what if you're just really commenting it happened. on uh, something that you feel strongly about and would hope you, that you hope can change? Yeah, because like if, if we say everything like that na lang is revenge content, then Filipinos writing about the effects of colonialism, diba? <laughs> is that is that revenge content? Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. Last one. Mm. Nora Ephron. Mm. Nora Ephron, the writer of the 90s love romantic comedies. Mm. So, Sleepers in Seattle. Oh, talaga? Uh, you've got male... When Harry Met Sally. Mm-mm. I'm not sure if, if, if uh, Forget Paris is there. So, I mean, you know, set the tone for, 90, for, you know, the romantic comedy. Yeah. She wrote a biography about her cheating husband called Heartbreak or Heartbroken. Mm. And that got turned into a movie. Ooh. So, get rich, girl. You know what I mean? Like, well, what am I going to do with my heartbreak? I think I'm just going to make some money. <laughs> you know, so good for her. So actually, that's a very good segue for our musical talent. Yep. Because, you know, you know how your pain is turned into something purposeful. Yeah. That's always kind of like um, the thing. So I've done that for myself. Um, Like whatever pain I had, I turned it into material that could be of help to myself and to others. And didn't, uh, what's her name? Yeah, I was going to say that. um, But now there's this thing that you know, it has turned into, and I guess it's because also, no, the the commercial commercialization of social media. Yeah. Because where it it used to be like a personal platform lang kasi, de ba? Yeah. Parang you would air out your grievances on your platform without any, you know, any thought. Lalo mong viral, like thinking, viral dante. Thinking na hey, hello, akin naman to, de ba? Parang pager ko lang to. Yeah. Sinasabi ko lang to sa mga friends ko sa network ko na. 
Huwag niyo itrust to ha, kasi niloko niya ako, bla bla bla. Iba na siya kasi ngayon eh. Selling platform na talaga siya. Ng both digital and physical goods. And so the the pain now is not only turned into something purposeful, but also profitable. Yep. <laughs> and I think it's really smart. Yep. I think it's really, really smart, especially for some people who are very, very classy in the way that they go about it. And, and, and honestly, even when we look at our musical talents today, you'll see the difference here. The difference of people who can do this well and the effect. There's a totally different effect on their audience versus other people na, ah, may sabit. Yes. <laughs> may sabit pa rin. So yeah, you were mentioning, um, so her name on the Silent What is her Lawa. real name? <laughs> no, Aaron. I think it's Aaron. And then she's like, because nakakatawa siya. Aaron Kinking yung parang isang username niya. So, <laughs> but I, I saw one of her, so I'll, we'll link it below. Well, I've been following her, I think before you, because I'm a fan of comedy. She's amazing, like a, a tita, pod, I'm a podcaster and TikToker. Yes. Is she a podcaster? So, I think so. Kasi okay. meron siyang latawa po. But I, yes, I haven't really, yes. you know, gotten into it. I haven't really listened. But, um, so, tawang-tawa ako kasi sa mga content niya. And then, one of her TikTok videos, Sabi niya na parang, you know, I just really like it that, you know, brands would pay me yeah, yeah. to tell my stories <laughs> about the guys who have wronged me. Yeah. Not verbatim, ha. hindi ko na maalala exactly kung sinabi niya. Pero something like that na parang, the guys who have wronged me. I just really, really like that. Parang, you know, like I'm niya, making money on yeah, this. <laughs> you know, I would just make cuento and brands would pay me. I mean... Sorry na lang kayo. Parang, parang I, I love that like part that. where she was like, sorry na lang sa mga guys. Pero hanap buhay ko na kasi ito eh. Parang, Tsaka parang also with a little hint of revenge na parang ito na lang yung deserve nyo. Di yeah, ba? Yeah. Kasi mga ogags kayo sa akin. Parang something like that. Yeah. So I, when I saw that, I think that was a clincher for me because I've been watching, well, not really watching, but I would hear the Miley Cyrus songs and then also the Moira yeah. And then also coming from like this deep dive into like TS way before. Yeah. Na, shucks, there is such a thing, no? Na you actually earn from, and it's raining. I think it's raining. <laughs> what? There were drops of rain. No, it's not. Okay. So, yeah. Parang, trust a calvo person. Okay. Trust we always know when it's person. raining. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah. I think that's when I, it all. Parang her her video kind of like nailed it for me na, ah, that's what people are doing. They're turning their um pain into something profitable. Yeah. Something that is of gain to them and possibly of, you know, loss to or cost to the people who have wronged them. Yeah. Question and answer. Yeah. Also, let's start. Uh, First one. Shakira. Hindi ko alam yung Shakira. So, Shakira's song. Ikaw lang inabot ng 2am kaka-deep dive sa mga 2 Well, I noticed this before pa. Uh, and someone pointed it out to me. So, siya na lang to. Oh. Shakira's song, uh, some people have called it Out of Your League. But on YouTube, it's it's just Music Sessions number 53. And so, what was it about? Okay, so her husband cheated on her with like someone half her age. So, she's 45. Guys, Nakakaloka si Shakira. Naloko na, 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 pa eh, no? <laughs> Well, it happens. I mean, you get married. 
So, and apparently, it's really ugly. It's really messy. She's really? mad at her mother-in-law. Ooh. Yeah. And her mother-in-law is her next-door neighbor. And so she hung like a, a picture of a witch or a, st- or a model of a witch over, like, you know, it's her mother-in-law. Supposedly, her mother-in-law got back at her by letting the husband's new guy sunbathe topless in her house where Shakira could see her. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's bad. And then apparently, I don't know what it is, but there's some tax issues involved where she might go to jail. Huh? Yeah. And, and, and I don't know if she's saying that the mother-in-law had something to do with it or, or, or just added salt to a wound where she's already having such a hard time. So there. So her song... It's got some pretty good burns where she's like, I'm out of your league. Like, you do not deserve me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm way... The guy's a, a football player. A pretty famous football player. But but she's like, I'm way out of your league. You do not deserve me. I'm way hotter. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I think Kaya may sabi to, and that's why she ranks the lowest in our list today. Okay. It's because I think she went too far. Um, later, we'll compare her to Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's Better Than Revenge, or Picture to Burn, which uh-huh. are really like super, it's, it's around that level of maturity. But Taylor Swift was 18 when she wrote those songs. Okay. Shakira's 45. Okay. So it's like, uh, is it the same thing? Yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't hurt. I'm just saying, if you have a Taylor Swift song that's more mature, and then you have a 45-year-old who's who's level in maturity, because she starts dissing the girl, eh? Mm-hmm. She tells the girl, I'm a, what's the exact line? Like something like, I'm a, I'm a Ferrari and you're a, you're, you're a Twingo. Diba? And then, and then, and then I'm a Rolex, you're a Casio. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like really dissing the girl that way. Mm-hmm. The husband actually turned that into a win. Mm-hmm. Where he got a spot, he, he went to his practice in a Twingo. In that ugly car. Okay, so he drove in that ugly car. So now he has a sponsorship from it. Pa. And then he entered into a deal with Casio. Pa. Mm-hmm. And now he's saying, yeah, Casios are great watches. Mm-hmm. They charge them for one hour. They last for a lifetime. So alam mo yung, even though the husband is the cheater, even he, because of his response, because she left an opening with how venomous her ano was, her song was, there's goodwill towards the husband. Pa. Mm-hmm. As a result. So yun lang. Though that being said, her song is it broke records in YouTube for the most played uh, Latin pop song. You know, I think also, you know, what kind of like the Shakira thing highlights in revenge content is that because no one naman is completely malinis. Yeah. When you do revenge content, iready mo na lang sarili mo na pwedeng may bumalik sa'yo. Yeah, yeah. Kasi, syempre, pag nag-revenge content ka na, tapos nasisira mo na talaga yung dapat mong sirain, Matatarete na yun, lalaban na yun. At maaaway yung mga tao. Kasi oh. ang, ang bala mo sa revenge contest, nakaawa ka eh. Oo, oh, so pagka na, na-prove nung isang camp na masakakaawa sila, eh, sorry ka na. Yeah. <laughs> and this is why, you know, judgment by public opinion is, is always uh, a, a fickle yeah. thing. This and is and not this something is to build a life on. I feel like there is a way of doing this na mas careful and not only mas careful, but mas truthful and realistic. Yeah. Like, I mean, um, I think, okay, so, here, oh, you know what we didn't include here? No. It's the biggest rant of the century. Megan and Harry. Oh, I was going to say Beyonce because I was like. No, Megan okay. and Harry. Because she's like, the, another queen of revenge. Cons- yeah, I mean, anyway. like, what she's doing basically is like documentary that is really out to put 
the you know whoever she wants to put down down, down. yeah yeah so that would be the royal family mm-hmm. I would think and uh, I feel like it's backfiring now yeah because uh, the way they're doing it because okay here here's my and I, I think I've said it in the podcast before yeah that you have we I, have I, I my position is that I really truly understand why they would be hurt what has hurt them all these years. But the way they're doing it is not helping their case. <laughs> like I said in the when we talked about it, someone said, if you if I watch your documentary that you produced, yeah. and I'm annoyed with you. Uh-oh. That is eh, a galing, major ah. public relations Uh-oh. fail. <laughs> a major pe- fail, but it's galing din. Kasi, uh, you, it's so hard to do that. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Oh, yeah. moving on. Moving on. Next okay. level. Mm. Moira de la Torre. Okay. I would rank her next. So, you know, what are the songs? She's got Ikawatako, which she wrote with 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 the guy, Jason, and then she wrote Ikawatsila, which like answers that love song point by point. It's oh my gosh, it's so ouch. You mm-hmm. know, like if, if that's you like, oh my gosh, yung, uh the meme that comes to mind is that Simpsons mean a stop stop, he's already dead. Uh-huh. Yung, you know. Um no, he's not. No, he's, he seems to be doing uh well considering how things are going. She also has red flags, which is like, these were your red flags. You tried to paint them white. Uh, you told me it was an accident. How can it be an accident if it happened so many times? It's like, whoa. <laughs> Another song called Rewritten Vows, mm-hmm. which is, you know, obviously an allusion to marriage vows and how she's going to trust God in the end. But it's like, I'm going to trust God, but you are, you know, rotten. Yeah. And then I don't know what the title of this song is. I only see M-E-M-E. Online, yung that's the one. But uh, uh, magpaalam In terms of musicality, I think it's amazing. I don't think it's as it's. I don't think it's as. Sorry, Shakira. No, uh, not when she listens to our podcast, but I don't think it's as immature as Shakira. Chinagani Shakira yung Tagalog natin. I don't think it's as immature as hers to to start dissing people and saying. I'm way richer. I mean, well, it's not like that. And I think that's where Shakira opened herself eh? mm-hmm. uh, no, to, to a counter-attack from her husband, ex-husband. So this one is not that immature. It's actually, you, you feel her pain. You, she, she writes her pain. I mean, it's amazing. You know, she takes pain and she turns it into bu- lyricism. My thing lang with it and why she doesn't rank higher, in my opinion, is uh, it's really specific. It's like, this is Moira's story. I, I, I guess other women could but the, the references are so specific and that's why when we get to Taylor Swift later you can see the brilliance in her later work especially where she takes her pain as just a door to open into a bigger universe that allows other people to tell their stories I'm not saying she had to do the same thing I'm not saying that that's wrong or that, and that's what she did maybe this is her way of, of getting it out there getting back to her work because her previous season was so wrapped up in one another. So she needs to an, un, an unraveling stage. Great, I get it. I'm, I'm just ranking you know, it in terms of universality of content. Na parang some of these things, even in the Meghan and Harry, no, might be just a part of that person's process. Yeah. So they could have just done something and maybe in our eyes that looks super stupid or like you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. But I always argue na what if it was necessary for that person? There is nothing in the world that can convince me that the Todger oscillating between, uh, what do you call that, traumatized, uh, yeah, I mean, like, was necessary. I mean, I think that, you know, <laughs> you do things that are stupid and you later on think that, 
you know, you have like better wits to understand yeah. that, you know, you shouldn't have done what you have done. Yeah. But in the People season, who can in the laugh moment, about it, who can reflect yes. on it, always win. That's why I always pray for that. Eh, na parang always when people win. do stupid things, na parang one day, and even when I do a, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I've been doing stupid things, but one day when I look back and I'm older and I'm thinking I shouldn't have done that, I pray that my reaction would be just, hey, tang ako, no? Yung gano, yung parang, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really, like, like it's not super shameful. It's more of like, eh, ganun talaga yung tao. Yeah. Eh, pag nasaktan yan, gagawa yan ng mga stupid things. It just so happened, yun nangyari sa akin, in public, parang ganun. Yeah, my stupid things are more physical kasi. <laughs> Philip said that yesterday. He was like, yeah. we were talking about wounds and scars kasi he just had a spill, mm-hmm. you know. Because of my eye suggestion <laughs> to raise him, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he fell. And uh, I said, "Oh, I got this wound, ganyan, ganyan. And he said, "Oh, so is that the one in your head? Oh no, that's a different one. But that was a stupid thing too, right? Uh, yeah, you've done a lot of stupid things. stupid things na ganyan. operating room, yes. Yeah. O R E R, yeah. O R E R, O R E R, malala ganyan. Yeah. So I, I. Personally, like Eme, I found it funny. Even though I, you know, I, I love you the know, other okay, guy. So I pray for him. I, I, I was um kind of like comparing her to TS. Na parang, what is the the advantage of doing it this either, way either, uh, or, or that way? Yeah. Um, I think that what wins for me on the TS side is that I don't really need to know the specifics of who yeah. hurt who. And I'd still be able to relate yeah. with her. Yeah. And you know, take her song as mine. I think that's parang the top of my list is that when I can take your content as mine. Yeah. Not really just yours. Yeah. Okay. And Moira kasi is so intertwined with that whole, you know, very showbiz na ito yung teleserian ng buhay niya and open to the public. Ito yeah. yung version ng teleserian niya. However, when you kept quoting that song, Eme, I said, hmm. There is a universality. That one's brilliant. Yes. To yes. Moira songs that doesn't really need the Moira Jason story. Backstory, yeah. Kubaga parang, it could have been sung by anybody else and you would hear it and you'd say, oh my god. You could gosh. have sung that for Edsa One in 1986, diba? Ba? Oh. Uh, parang a big part of like, why do we feel like some of it is cheese? is because we're Filipinos and we know their story. Yeah. But what if, hindi ka Pinoy, tapos narinig mo to in your language, magre-resonate ba? Yeah. Diba? So feeling ko naman, oo, kasi yung dinidiscuss naman niya, and I think that's the power of Moira's uh, songwriting also, no? na parang, she is able kasi to, um, ano ba, distill all of her experiences into a few simple words yeah. that would be powerful enough yep. to represent your pain. Yep. I think uh, of those, no, I would say, to me, Ikawat Sila is really more for people who followed Ikawat Ako kasi. They need to see that. Uh, but to me, Red Flags and Eme, whatever that one is, yung Paalam song, those are amazingly universal in that sense. Yeah. I think the following of the story is kind of like similar to TS also because people have followed TS for her yeah. story. So Moira, ang sinusundan nila, well, one is Moira, pero nung nag-join na siya as a married person, pati yung 
married. Yeah. I, I would guess na it would be the same if TS got married. Yeah. Actually, for me, I, I, I understand that part. Even for, for Jason making content, because their previous stage was so intertwined. Nga eh. So what's next? You know, what's next? Now, obviously, I pray for them spiritually. Um, I don't know if a reconciliation is, is open for either of them. Uh, but it needs to be both, right? But as artists and as public figures, you need to see the disentangling, eh. Diba? Before you can move on to whatever's next. So, yun. Next is Miley Cyrus. Okay. She can buy herself flowers. Yes. Hi, I'm Iba Bernardo. Jolly Alarcon. And Bak Pago. Kami ang host ng Tunay na Rider, the number one motorcycle podcast in the Philippines. That brings you unfiltered, raw, and authentic takes on motorcycles, riding, and everything in between. Join the ride! Check out the Tunay na Rider on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Now back to this episode. What's the lyrics in reference to? Do you know? Yung kay Bruno Mars. Yes. Why that song? I don't know. The guy dedicated it. Supposedly, they dedicated it to her. Okay. Looking back at their ano. Pero, have you guys seen those TikToks that talk about I'm more the showbiz gossip side talaga, you know? Yes. The, the part where they're in on the red carpet and she's being makulay. She's being herself. And then the guy's like, can't you be more normal? Like he whispers to her on the red carpet. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. And she's, I don't know, she's like trying to kiss him or lick his cheek. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I guess he doesn't like his cheek being licked in front of the cameras. So yeah, I, I, I rank this a little bit higher because I think the concept of I can buy myself flowers, you don't need to always be heartbroken just to have that song. It's a very female empowerment, you know, uh, single and loving it kind of song. I, I know obviously there are heartbroken elements to it and there's elements to our previous relationship, but just the, there, there are lines there that are, you don't even need a history of a relationship. Okay, here's another thing that, is I think the triumph of revenge content creators. And that what they do so well, mm. that makes it such a big hit. They have a specific imagery or scene. Or line everyone, or lyric, yeah. It, yeah, the line is hinged on a scene. It's not, I could buy myself flowers is not just a sentence. It's an action. Yeah. And the ideology behind the buying flowers. I think that's what they do so well. Na yung parang, kahit na story mo to, Miley. Yeah. Lahat kami, lang, yeah, pwede ko palang ibili yung sarili yeah, ko yeah, ng bulaklak. Yeah. Ba't ako naghihintay ng bibili nun para sa akin. Yeah. Diba? And that's what they do so well. And my, my writing teacher, I remember, called this, and I first recognized this in a songwriter kay TS, no? Kay Taylor Swift. It is what she calls the authenticating detail. Yes. So you have a premise. Okay, I want to talk about heartbreak. Or I want to talk about heartbreak with female empowerment. Or I'm heartbroken, but I realize later on, you know, actually, I don't need you. Yep. So that's the sentiment behind it naman. But if you say it like that in a song, parang, eh, eh, okay, parang, Generic. <laughs> it's, it's vanilla. Pero pag sinabi mong, I can buy myself flowers. Boom! Gets, Everyone gets has gone through that. Uh, 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 uh. You know I've exactly what that means. I bought myself flowers. I know it. 
So, yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's, that's the power of writing that has an authenticating detail to it. It's the part that makes you go, mismo. It's the part that makes you go, gets, gets. Yeah, it's like, um, you have an example. So, I, you say, I'm in pain. What is the example of that pain? Tell me, describe it to me. Show I'll give you me, an example tell of that. me. Just oh. how you said it now. Oh. Remember the movie 127 Hours? Where, yeah. um, what's his name? I haven't seen it, but yeah, I remember that. Uh, what's his name? James Franco. James Franco has to cut off his own arm. Yep. So obviously, it's a very simple story. Yeah. And when he chooses to cut off his arm, it's like the, the climax of the movie and how he does it. Like, how do you make me feel it? Right? Without it turning gory, uh-huh. that I'm actually, you know, I can't forget the part where he actually touched his actual nerve and the sound, the, the audio was like, yeah. it's like black, I think like black, like black and white, yung scene, parang, oh my gosh, naramdaman mo because Uh-oh. of the choice to tell the story that way. Uh-oh. Oh, so now we go. Yung, alam mo, ito oh, ay, gusto ko lang i-add na, yung revenge content kasi has a lot to do with craftsmanship. Hindi yeah. lang siya pwedeng yung airing out my dirty laundry na parang buisit ka, hayop ka, gusto mo matay ka na, ito ginawa mo sa akin. Pag ginawa, sorry pero feel ko kasi, ganun yung nangyari kay Harry and Meghan. Yeah. <laughs> na parang, may point naman sila, tama na, valid naman yung pain nila. Pero nung nilagay nila out there, walang craftsmanship, walang art na Ang hirap niyang i-digest. Pero, ang taas rin kasi nang inaabot eh. I mean, it's one, if, 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 you know, if you just wanted to just be like, I don't think there was enough pain to have the craftsmanship. Oh yeah, that's an argument. Alam mo, it's not too, enough yeah. material eh. Correct, correct. I you mean, could like, have just walked away. Tama and, ka dyan. I mean, if ang babaw lang naman, di- tama ka, kasi kung nangyari mo, lahat tayo gumawa ng song about pain. Yung iba dyan, parang, yeah. Or I don't need to hear about it that's not much. I definitely don't need a six-part Netflix documentary. But if you had turned it into the struggles of a new couple and you apply it to all of us, where we're like, you know what? We all have to choose our spouse. Parang, wow, alam mo, and you could have it would have been a slower burn, uh, a longer burn, maybe not as grand, maybe not crown you queen the next day. Mm-mm. But you know, it, it would have been yeah, better accepted. Ang... Ang summary ko talaga dyan, Harry Megan hire us. <laughs> Kami gagawa ng storytelling. <laughs> Let's talk about Taylor Swift. Ah. Yes! Amazing. Oh my the I queen. Know. Now, I, I, I need to say something though. Sorry. Uh, no shade to, there are lots of others. About Carly Simons, you're so vain. Uh-uh. At the risk, you know, of having Kanye interrupt this podcast. Beyonce has some of the best revenge songs mm-hmm. of all time. So Kanye, please stay away. Okay, we're acknowledging Beyonce. But Taylor Swift, I, I don't think anybody uh, is at her level. Yes, I agree with that completely because when I went on like a deep dive of TS like some months ago when, when she, well, last year, when she came out with All Too Well. Yeah. Dun ko talaga na-realize yung genius niya. Yeah. Na yung storytelling niya na hindi natatapos. Yeah. Nakakatawa kasi parang paano mo to nagagawa na from the beginning of your career yeah. until the end, until now, no? Parang, paano siya, paano mo nakoconnect lahat? Yeah. Ganon. And, and, and we're just tracing the revenge part, no? Uh, Swifties, please, uh, feel free to let us know. Feel oh, free yeah. to gush. We're not Swifties. We're not like, we love Taylor Swift, but we are not confident to call ourselves Expert. You know what I liked? What what someone asked me uh, 
Mika she asked me, she said, are you impressed with her or do you like her music? Because those are two different things. Yes. And I thought that is a great question because right now I'm more impressed with her. I don't have her music on repeat. Okay, all right. So, baka malapit ka na dun sa music on repeat. <laughs> Kasi, huh? ganyan na ganyan yung trajectory ko. Una, na, That was I was hot. Sabi ko, oh my gosh, parang how can this girl do this, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so I had to, um, you know, seek. I had to research. I had to ask people. I was like texting people. Can you tell me? Yeah, yeah. What's what the, the story? Heck is going uh, yeah. on uh, uh, uh. with Taylor Swift? Like, why is everyone just so into her? And then, so they give me like all sorts of materials. I get into it, and I'm like super impressed. And then when I started listening to her for like my wor- workouts, grabe din yung musicality. Yes. Iba rin yung parang, yes. feeling ko nga kasi parang, you know, this is when you begin to think na, are, are some people just really born for it? Mm. Because you seem to hit all yeah. the requirements. All the notes, yeah, yeah. Perfectly. Yeah. Diba? Na yung walang isang kulang eh. Yeah. Kahit even naman yung looks I mean, niya. The hello. melody and the lyrics. Just, melody, uh, lyrics, um, even yung looks niya. I mean, <laughs> sorry na lang, pero totoo naman to, na diba pag pumapangit yung mga nagdadala nung material, parang it lessens the power eh. Yeah. Because really, people want beautiful... Or you could, you could transition into ugly singing. Parang ganyan. No, I'm serious. Like <laughs> yeah. like some celebrities, like 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 William Dafoe, the Green Goblin. Diba? When he was younger... But you know, I think kasi nga... He the was whole, so hot. The, he, the whole... And now he's the Green Goblin. <laughs> yeah. You know, and gets niya. Parang, hey, I'm the Green Goblin. My Brad Pitt eh. No, saying kasi na parang Taylor's like, so pretty naman. I mean, like, she's not like amazingly pretty and all that. But she's got the looks. Yeah. And you'd think na somebody who's like that would already bag the best guys <laughs> in her world. And yet, you know, she's talking about heartbreak. She's talking about, you know, revenge. You well, know? I mean, someone cheated on Shakira, right? So it's like... <laughs> you know, it's not that. That's definitely not the reason. I'm not saying... It's a real reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's just that's the assumption I'm people have. It's an yeah. assumption that people make. Yep, like yep. when they see Taylor, my gosh, this happened to you, and I'm like ten million, ano, steps behind you when it comes to the beauty department. <laughs> okay, lang pala ako, parang ganon. Yeah, we got six songs. Ah, uh, that show the maturity of her revenge. I, I know we're times Over up. Time. That's fine. I mean, like I'm. I think. The Taylor Swift fans are like, this is what we've been with. It took you an hour, Joe and Carla, oh, to sige. get to it. Ano, i-warn na lang natin sila. Kung gusto niyo yung Taylor Swift lang, doon na kayo sa dulo. Oo. And you can see, really see the progression. Mm. First is Better Than Revenge. Mm. The title is misleading because it's like, what's better than revenge? Mm. And, and basically, but the line is, there's nothing I do better than revenge. Mm-mm. So doon pa lang, parang, ay galing mo, ikaw talaga. This is like, probably one of her most immature revenge songs. Aha. Uh-huh. It's about a girl who stole a guy away from her. And so a lot of it is blaming the girl. And supposedly the girl is Camilla Bell. Actually, I, I, I know this is bad, but I kind of, part of my deep dive is what happened to those people after they fought Taylor Swift? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know Camilla Bell. I've only, I've only heard of her in, what, 10,000 BC? And you know, she doesn't have that many uh, movies now. So I'm like, is she happy about that? Parang ganon. Like, or are Swifties happy about that? Mm-hmm. Are they tracking? But yun nga, she was blaming the girl na you stole someone that was mine. Okay. Later on in her life, she would say na 
I had to realize that no one could really steal any away someone who was mine. Mm-hmm. So that's part of her maturity. Na parang she looks back at this song. And hey, you know that's an essential thing online these days, huh? Yeah. When people see your growth. Yeah. Um, that's what a lot of like boomers don't understand. Yep. They get really, really mad when like millennials, Gen Zers, Xers, uh, Xers post um like all these sorts of crap online. And then they take it back after yeah. a while. Na parang dude, yun yung gusto nila. Yeah. Kasi gusto nila ng tao, hindi nila gusto ng Dios. Yep. Anyway. Another so, one, a uh, picture to burn. You're just another picture to burn. This guy probably, well, maybe it might be even be earlier because I think he was before Better Than Revenge. This boyfriend, I don't, I don't, I think he's like a non-showbiz boyfriend, pa. Mm. Part of her growth here mm. was she made a reference to him being gay. Mm-hmm. In the album, Mm-mm. and she changed it in the in the in the whatever the later version is, mm-hmm. where she says, "You say I'm this, I'll tell people you're gay." Instead of "You say I'm this, I'll tell." You, I hope you don't mind if I say something like that. Like, she, I'm sorry, it's not the exact lyric, but basically, she changed what she said. Mm-hmm. Next one, "Forever and Always." Okay. Reference to Joe Jonas. Okay. And I think the biggest burn here wasn't from the song itself. But in an interview with Ellen DeGeneres, she tells Ellen that she's 18 at this time. And I think this is important eh, compared to Shakira being 45. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's 18. So you can forgive her immaturity. You can forgive her na- naivety. Alam mo yon, naivete. And also, I feel like kasi if she was only 18 back then, the maturity of the audience as well. Yeah. Na parang, like we weren't listening to her at that were, time. Because you know, it was like, you were uh, come okay. in right now and say stuff like that. Even if you were 18, parang baka the audience is already a well, little d- too much. depends mature. on what your audience If your audience is 15-year-olds, then that works. So, yun nga yung point, eh, But Like, a friend of mine saw me posting about Taylor Swift last night and he commented, we're the same age. He goes, ang hinap lang sabayan kasi matanda na tayo. Yeah. yeah. And I said, super get I you. I agree. Meron namang ganyan na parang appeals to like age appropriation. But also, And maybe that's why we like her now. Yeah, maybe. Because of her maturity. But also, feeling ko lang din, no? I, well, the, the, what I'm arguing for is that, you know how so, uh, th- back in the day, you couldn't talk about, like you couldn't say the N-word yeah. or the black people. Yeah. I mean, like back in the day, you could pala, sorry. You could say that and people would laugh about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But now, if you do that, it's like all the woke people are like, you're just being so bastos. Ganyan. I mean, it's not. Diba? It's really a terrible thing to say. But I know, yes, yes. But I'm just saying na... What's acceptable? What, yon, yung acceptability ng isang bagay. Nag-iiba rin kasi yan over time. Yes, agree. With the Ellen DeGeneres thing, she, she said... Uh, I wrote this to remember this moment, something like that. And you'll always be the boy who broke up with me over the phone in 25 seconds when I was 18. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, whoa, what a jerk. So in that one line, she wins public opinion back to her side. Na, yeah. Oh my gosh, loko loko yung guy na yun. So next is, we've got three more songs. And these aren't all heartbreak songs. Yeah. They're actually feuds with other women. Or, I think her most current mode is feuds with bad businessmen. Yes, correct. Which is fascinating. Which is, you know, I mean, like, you've transitioned from personal to, like, hegemons. Yeah, and also so, seeing where the problem really lies. That's what this article I read about her revenge, how it's maturing. It's where the problem really lies. It's not in just people. Eh. It's definitely not in that girl. Well, whatever, but not she's not the most. 
But in these structures, these institutions, these powerful people, and even with herself, like even in her later songs, it's more like, oh, shame on me for believing you. Yeah. Alam mo yon. It's just like, yeah, sinungaling ka naman talaga. There's no point shaming you. You have no shame, which in itself is a, is a diss on its own, di ba? Nako, ba't kita, ba't kita paglalaban yung sarili ko sa'yo? Wala ka namang sense. Di, di ka makaintindi. Parang ganun. So, next is Bad Blood. Okay. Her feud with Katy Perry, supposedly. Uh-huh. And she wrote about it. Uh, she was interviewed. Basically, she was gonna go on tour and this person tried to sabotage her tour. Parang ganun. The music video is... My gosh. It's like a better than Charlie's Angels movie. The new Charlie's Angels. Parang ganun. And uh, she had all these like super famous women on it. Almost like a show of force na this is my posse. Yeah. Parang ganun. Anything? No? No. Nothing to say about Bad Blood? Yeah. Another uh, feud one was Look What You Made Me Do. You've heard that one. Nope. I haven't Uh, heard any of these songs. You haven't heard but I I've heard Bad Blood even before. I'm like only until uh, like the newest album lang. Yun ah. yung parang that the one I, that I got into because all too well ako nag-start eh. You have to Hindi na ako bumalik. You have to watch the Look What You Made Me Do music video. Okay. And um this one is probably the most I'm sure there are, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Please forgive me Swifties, but in terms of the revenge songs, this has the most cross references. Mm. And the story, and again, this is she's aiming it at herself. Eh? It's not aiming at that. It's a feud with Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. And um, yeah, you gotta listen to it. it. The song goes, "Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do." It's actually sounds very similar to "I'm Too Sexy," <laughs> and it was written by it was written by some of the people who by Right Said Fred, the people who wrote "I'm Too Sexy." So or with permission from them, pananganan. But the music video has so many references to everyone's accusation for her. Now, you're like this, you're like that, you believe this, you believe that. And so you know what she did? Mm. She owned it. She took in all of those knives uh-huh. and just drove it deeper into herself. Mm-hmm. And said, okay, so you say, I must sneak. Okay, here's a video with me with snakes. You say, I only hang out with models. Here's me with an army of robotic models. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, well, <laughs> this one I heard about this now. Yeah. And the ending is, all the previous Taylor Swifts, all the previous Taylor Swifts die. And she's the only, and the new Taylor Swift is alive. It's like, oh my gosh. And that's one way. You want to take revenge? Take the accusation they have against you, own it. Own it. And actually, who can do that better than a Christian? And own it and be like, yeah, that's who I was in the past. I think that's really By the grace of God. Puts her on the map eh, as number one. Because she's the only one who admits her end of the problem. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. That's a super um, good point. I, I don't know. I, I've, I haven't really like heard all of Moira's songs. Of course, Shakira, not also. Um, but I'm, I'm learning and, Spanish. I'll understand Shakira in a short while. So. Harry and Megan, uh, I think that's the major part that I was looking for when I was like watching their documentary. Na, Sana may konting... Alam mo, hindi ko rin kasi na It should have been upon me to like check what kind of life I was getting into. Yung parang konting reflexivity lang. Diba that's what I always say naman na parang to be reflexive is, is you know, it, that, that's such an amazing tool to have on your side. Eh, na 
you know, I I have a lot of opinions in life and throw them, all of them, yeah. out at once if you want to. But with, you know, a little bit of like, I'm taking a, ste- a minor step back and saying that, you know, but that's just me and yeah. I am very limited. Yeah, yeah. I can be very fallen in a lot of places. But that's my opinion. Yep. So take it or leave it. Just know that I'm not perfect. Yep. And I think that's what she does so well. Yep. I am in pain. I want you to hear this. You deserve this. But yeah, sure. I'm also not as good as everybody thinks I should be. Nevertheless, I and I think this is the, the next step to her. Ano, no? But I can evolve. Yeah. I can turn into a different being. I can turn into a better person after all this. Yep. Last song. Oh. It's time to go. Okay. It's 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 not super it's not the whole song's not about revenge. And I think this is where the maturity Bakit comes in. Well, well it's, it's well, I, I thought you were gonna talk about it. Ah, okay. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh and this is where I think the universality comes in because the first part lung is the dig on a friend, and it's probably Carly Claus, the model, that's what people are saying. Who's a bestie of hers? Who she's had a rift with? Yeah. And Carly Claus, parang the issue yata is, we don't know what happened, but somewhere along the way she started reaching out to Kim and Kanye. Mm-hmm. So parang oh, what's up with that, de ba? Parang kalaho you and Taylor are good and yeah. so who knows what the real story is. But in the second verse, she broadens it to people in failed relationships, people with bad uh, business relationships. Parang you know when it, in your soul when it's time to go. And I think that's where the revenge content really get, enters into a new level where other people are able to draw strength from what used to be your pain. Or what is just your pain, but you put words to other people as well. Yeah, I think also no, that and when you think about how your material is not only for, I mean, like your audience, the, the public, you know, I mean, for public consumption and then taking it for you know, their own pain, but also when it begins to question institutions. Yeah. When it becomes a social and political commentary, I think, and that's, I think, what All Too Well did. Eh? It was simultaneously talking about very bad romantic relationships and how you are gaslit by, you know, your ex or your loved ones. Then it's but any also, kind of gaslighting, yeah. Because of the 10-minute version, it is going against an institution. Yeah. And that's when people started talking about, let us always go for the Taylor Swift version. Yeah. Because if not, we're supporting a company, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not that's, supporting. Yeah, her. yeah. And this sheds a light on how songwriters, music makers are actually not the kings and queens of their world. Pala. Well, that's the thing. Um, it's the consistency here. If these are your values that you say in your words, she, cons- she was consistent even in her actions. Yeah. In her off-mic uh, actions. And I think that's where <laughs> back to Megan and Harry. That's where they fit. Ang ganda. words are not consistent with their actions. Uy, na, guys. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, we could still talk about this some more but we're like over talk one to hour us on our instagram and our facebook group and we're also, gonna have the polls there and yeah. like the, the chat so we really want to like continue the conversation yeah. i don't know maybe it merits i another, know we're scratching the surface i i think you know we should invite a swifty 
Yeah. And like talk about that for the next episode. I but have like so many I'm, like, people in mind. Super thankful that we got to talk about this. And also for our community, we have the Facebook group and we're kind of like putting life into that. All the yeah. great games are like we're chatting with people. So if you guys are are not part of the group yet, please go and join us on Anything Goes with the Bonnies. Um, we're going to approve you for sure if you've listened to this podcast and you want to join that. We're on Instagram. Anything anything goes with the Bonnies. And also, soon, very soon, let us know if this works for you. But we kind of want to open a Telegram chat with all of you. Yeah. Just so it's more immediate. Like, messaging is more immediate with yep. all of you. Because platforms. Whereas, you know, we're always on Telegram to communicate with like people that we need to communicate with on a daily basis. So we might as well have you there. So let us know if you guys like that and we'll start the group ASAP. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you again next week. Take care. Bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.